WKNC Rise, DJ DiGiorno, and I'm live here in the studio with Dustin Wong, and uh, he's going to kick us off here with a song. The song is Skitty, Cityscape Floating. WKNC Rise, DJ DiGiorno, and that was just Dustin Wong live in the studio playing Cityscape Floating, and uh, he's just playing tonight with the Dodos at King's Barcade, and uh, he's going to come over here to the mic and say hello. Hey Dustin, how are you doing? Good, how are you? 
Pretty good. And uh, so you just recently joined the Dodos on tour about a couple weeks ago. So uh, how does that been going for you? It's been really, it's been really fun. Um, it's been just, uh, I've never met him until, well, there was, there was actually um, a time where we crossed paths for a moment, but it was, a uh, you know, during CMJ, like a few years, like maybe six years ago, and they were getting something from a venue and we were sound checking. So our eyes met, but we didn't have any, you know, we didn't have a conversation or anything, but, uh, you know, Meeting them for the first time, it's just it was so um, apparent that they were really positive and friendly people. So it was a real pleasure. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's really great. Um, so your your music in your live show is a uh, it's pretty unique. Um, so how did you you've been kind of called a pedal maestro? So how did you get into your use of pedals and looping um, for your show mm-hmm. and on the record? Um, it's it's been very intuitive i've i was never you know really like a pedal guy from the beginning i was i was just collecting pedals one one pedal at a time maybe every few months or even once a year it would like start with you know the most obvious things like the tuner the a distortion pedal and a delay pedal and uh you know i would just mess with it with the limited amount of stuff and then it would start growing, and this is where I'm at right now uh, with the the eight pedals for the guitar and then a drum machine and a pedal for my voice. Uh, and it's just it's just kind of, I never buy in bulk. I just go one by one. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you choose your pedals? How do you decide what sound it is that you want to use? Um, I often look it up online. Um, I'll just type in, like, a description of what I want from a pedal, like uh, if it's an octave pedal or loop pedal, I'll be like an octave pedal, high octave, low octave, versatile, cheap. And mm. then, you know, some options will come up and then I'll look at demos on YouTube and see if I actually like it. Okay. You know? um, so so what would you do if, if uh, looping pedals hadn't been invented? Um, I think, well, before I looped, I used to always record on my own multi-tracking. And so it's a very, and it's always the same movement, where it's like, I start with one melody, layer something on top, and it was just that gradual build that would change the music. And mm-hmm. it's something I've always, I've, I've always been working on, just not in a live setting. So if I didn't have a loop at all, I'd probably just be doing that. You know, it would be more private, not public. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, you come out of a very unique music scene um, in Baltimore with you having played in Ponytail, um, the Wham City scene. It's it's really caught a lot of people's attention. So how would you describe um, that music scene and the connection you have with those artists there? Um, just, they were all, they were all stars, you know, they weren't popular, but they were all stars. Like everybody, all the artists, musicians, they just had so much charisma and, uh, it was competitive in that way too. It, it wasn't just charisma; they also had a lot of talent, and um, they had something to express that other people didn't have. And uh, it was really eccentric and um, really out there. It was like almost a circus, but um, but uh, like also vaudevillian and 
but also you know had avant-garde tendencies and so yeah yeah it's it's definitely a really unique scene and, and we love it here we've invited a lot of baltimore artists down to play like hopscotch music festival yeah i know, I know you played that a couple years ago right and we had like matmos and dan friel play this past year yeah. and dan deacon the year before so we're definitely a tight tight knit group there in baltimore and uh i know you guys kind of stole future islands from us we we still claim right them, but... right i'm sorry oh it was their choice yeah yeah that's true um, so would you like to uh, play another song for us? Sure. Um, what song is that going to be? I'll do uh, Liberal Christian Youth Ministry. All right. Um, well, here it is, Dustin Wong playing Liberal Youth Christian Ministry, and uh, he has a show tonight um, with the Dodos at King's Barcade, and his new album just came out a couple weeks ago, Mediation of Ecstatic Energy, and we will talk about it after this song. Uh, so here it is, uh, Liberal Youth Christian Ministry.
WKNC Raleigh, this is DJ DiGiorno, and that was the always amazing Dustin Wong live in our studios with the song Liberal Youth Christian Ministry off his newest album, Mediation of Ecstatic Energy. And uh, he had a show tonight with the Dodos at King's Barcade. And uh, why don't you talk about that song a little bit, Dustin? Uh, that song is kind of um, semi-autobiographical, where I, when I was Growing up in Japan, my parents uh, sent me to a school. Um, well, from third grade on, it was this school called Christian Academy in Japan, which is a Christian school where uh, a lot of Protestant missionaries uh, taught at and lived at. It was a campus, but they also had residencies. And uh, um, the kids were missionary kids. And... Every week there was like a chapel and the kids, you know, in high school or middle school would be in the youth band, like singing gospel. Mm -hmm. And when I was writing this song, I felt like that part of me was coming out, like the chords and uh, just the this kind of weird optimism that kind of attaches itself in Christianity and uh, the Christian communities and that type of Christianity. And uh, so it reminded me of it. And once I was reminded of it, I kind of pushed it more and pushed it more in that direction. So, uh, yeah. So is that kind of how a lot of the, the titles and the ideas behind your songs come about? Just kind of like the music that you play brings something to mind and you kind of like embody that. And Most of the time, that. yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad at I'm actually really bad at coming up with song titles and that song in particular was a rare one. It kind of popped out and every other song title on that album was actually, I had to come up with a way to come up with this title. So I, the way I did that was by writing a short story and then selecting the words chronologically from beginning to end and seeing the words that fit with the sounds and uh, vice versa. Right, right. Because there was a short story that was actually included right. with your latest album, Mediation of Ecstatic Energy. Um, so was that was that something you wrote? Yeah, I wrote that. Okay. And uh, what what made you do that? Why did, why did you include that as part of the album? Like I needed a, a process to come up with something. You know, it was like, you know how like uh, some people need to chew gum to type or... Mm -hmm. Or they need that cup of coffee before they go drive. It was it's, writing a short story was a way so I can come up with the song titles, but it's also part of the creative process. And yeah, okay. Well, uh, yeah, your new album was released a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, what what is your perception of its reception? How how's that going? Reception? Yeah, the reception of the album. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've been getting you know, pretty good reviews on online and uh, I've been re really happy about that. And uh, um, uh, some people can get really into it, and get in depth with it. Sometimes it's too claustrophobic for some people and it's really a preference. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I really enjoy the album. I know our DJ has been spinning in a good oh, bit here. Amazing. So. Thank you. Um, so how, how did the, the name of the title come about? Was it from that short story as well? Or? No, no, 
the title itself came when um, a couple years ago during the summer um, to 2011 I was playing a show in Providence Rhode Island and I needed some uh, I needed to kill some time so I went to a bookstore and I opened up like a book about magic and it was called The Magus. It was written late 1800s or something. And when I flipped the book, that phrase actually popped out, mediation of ecstatic energy. And, you know, um, it kept repeating in my head. It was it really stuck with me. And a few months later, I decided that I'll, when I write, when I record this next record, that will be the title. But I didn't really look into it. Uh, so I decided to actually look up what the context was of the phrase and I found the chapter and it was actually talking about this um, about when you get a flesh wound and when you apply like medicine or herbal medicine um, because medicine is actually considered magic too and uh, mm -hmm. um, so what happens in between the wound and the medicine that's where the ecstatic energy is so it's about healing and uh you know, 2011 was kind of a pretty heavy year for me. It was like there was the earthquake in Japan. Right. And my parents were there and a lot of my friends were there. So, and being away from it was very difficult. So I thought it was very appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is that something that you kind of had in your mind the entire time while you were writing this album? Or? Sure. And amongst other things, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So what what is your process of writing songs for an album? How do, how do you go about doing that? Um... It's just lay up one layer at a time, just like I was talking about the pedals. It's you know, one pedal at a time. It's one melody at a time, and uh, the hardest thing to come up with is the initial melody, the very first melody. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's really difficult to start a drawing, but it's as easy as putting a line on a canvas. But to it's it gives you it's uh, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah. The, just for that little push you know yeah the, that initial it. push is always the hardest um so how do how do you record the album do you record it in pieces like that or do you loop it kind of live in one take um each record was recorded differently um but the mediation mediation of ecstatic energy was written well recorded track by track and in combination with like using the loop pedal like if there are melodies that overlap, if it's like 3-4 over 4-4, four, four, there's going to be overlaps that happen. And with that, I'll loop it because it's too complicated to deconstruct that into like uh, individual tracks. Um, so it's all multi-tracked. I try to isolate the bass as much as possible, but sometimes I can't because it's I'm using that overlap stuff again. Mm-hmm. So you said that you kind of put your songs together layer by layer. So how, how do you know when a song's done? Um, a, a song is done when it's getting close to being too much. You know, um, it's just I can't add anything. Or if I go, if I add any more, it's just going to become muddy. And uh, you won't hear the first melody that was initially began the song like i want the listeners to be able to navigate through that while they're listening to the song like 
They can pick out each loop and they can stay there if they want, even if other things are happening. Like, as a player, it's difficult, you know, to focus on every loop. But as a listener, you know, you're not, like, messing with, you're not um, busy playing the song so you can actually navigate what's happening right now or what happened from the very beginning. And that's the pleasure of listening to these songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, so I, I've seen online um, that this album has kind of uh, been promoted as the third part of a trilogy. Um, was that was that something that was your your idea? Or was... Well, it's like just like I was mentioning how I finish a song. It's I'm kind of me uh, finding myself at this point where if I go any further with this, it's just not. There's no point in that. Um, so um, I'm just going to work differently and um, try to come up with something else. Because uh, it feels like if I go any further with the same setup, the same way of writing and recording, it's going to be overkill. All right. Well, we're definitely interested to see what you come up with next. Um, but yeah, you recently collaborated with, and tell me if I'm saying it right, Takakao Minakawa? Takako. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and on an album called Tropical Circle that was released earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did that collaboration come about? That happened, well, I met her um, a couple years ago, and she came to a show of, that I was playing in Tokyo. Uh, she came to two of the shows, and we exchanged information, and we started emailing. And after a few months like this January of 2012, like we started writing together. Well, just jamming together at first. It was very like droney and ambient at first. But, mm-hmm. uh, and that summer we actually started writing those songs. And um, she hasn't written any music really um, in 13 years. Wow. And uh, she wanted to start, you know, she wanted to work on something, and I've I was always a big fan of hers, and mm-hmm. so yeah, it was a real pleasure to be able to work with her. Yeah, yeah, that's really incredible to work with her on her first project in that amount of time. That's that's really cool. Um, so, was it kind of did you guys meet together in your off time, or did you have a big chunk of off time together that you spent together writing yeah, yeah. new songs? Or? We we had a big chunk of off time. Um, like during the summer, it was like kind of like every day meeting up, and like writing and uh, just recording demos and stuff. Oh well, that's that's really great. Um, do you want to go ahead and play another track for us? Sure. Uh, let's see. What should I play? Are you are you taking requests? Um. <laughs> I'll play Imagine Electric. Imagine Electric? All right. Well, here's Dustin Wong live in the studio playing Imagine Electric. And uh, his show is tonight with the Dodos at King's Barcade. And uh, his new album is out now on Thrill Jockey, Mediation of Ecstatic Energy. So here it is, Dustin Wong live in the studio.
WKNC Raw, this is DJ DiGiorno, and that was Dustin Wong live in the studio performing the song Imagine Electric off his new album, Mediation of Ecstatic Energy, and uh, he will be playing tonight with the Dodos at King's Barcade. And uh, Dustin, uh, you've done a lot of collaborations uh, in the past, and uh, most recently on the album Tropical Circle. Um, so if you could collaborate with anyone, anyone at all, who who would you choose? Anyone. Mm-hmm. Be amazing to collaborate with Philip Glass and Steve Reich all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're regular listeners, so maybe that'll happen. I don't know. What? No. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. Um, I, I think only good would come of that, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know... Uh, what other projects uh, do you have coming up here after this uh, Legator with the Dodos? Uh, well, Takako is actually going to join the tour the very last bit, the last week and a half. And we're, we're still okay. writing music, so we're hoping to record something uh, soon when everything's all collected and put out another record, hopefully next year. All right, well, well that'll be great. And uh, um, this is a question that uh, I try to ask every every artist that comes through here, um, and we get some pretty interesting responses. So I'm really curious to see what uh, your response will be. Um, so, question is this: uh, If your sound was a room, uh, what would that room be like? What would be in it? What would it look like? Mm. Um, it'll be it'll probably be pretty symmetrical, ge- geometric. Um, like if you, you know, have you seen those like soundproof rooms with like dif- different shaped foams? Mm-hmm. That, like, yeah, yeah. Around, but it was it wouldn't really be for soundproof. It would probably come out more like, and uh, you know the walls are um, remote control movable. Uh, it changes shape. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> if only our studio looked like that. Um, well, Dustin, thank you for coming by and stopping to talk with us, uh, before your show tonight. Oh, yeah, thank and, you. And, uh, definitely be sure to make it out. Um, so Dustin Wong will be playing tonight with the Dodos at King's Barcade, and his new album is out now, Mediation and Ecstatic Energy. Uh, do you have any last words for the listeners? Uh, I think if anyone's listening, thank you for listening. Well, hopefully someone is. <laughs> at least my mom is. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, thank you, Dustin, for stopping by. All right.